Texas. The New York Mets meet the Houston Astros. Well, hi, everybody. Bob Murphy with Lindsey Nelson and Ralph Kiner from the Astrodome in Houston. Middle game of the three-game series about set to get underway. The warm-up pitchers for tonight's game for New York, right-hander Galen Sisko. He draws as a bound opponent, hard-throwing young right-hander Larry Durker. On the Astrodome, Wes Westrom and Lehman Harris are meeting at home plate with Al Barley's umpiring crew. We'll have action under the Astrodome in just a few moments. So let's check the starting lineups and the batting orders for tonight's game with Rob Kiner. Well, the New York Mets will have Jack Killer, their leadoff man, playing second base. Roy McMillan playing shortstop, batting second. Johnny Lewis in right field, batting third. Ed Greenpool at first base in the cleanup position. Johnny Smith playing third base and batting fifth. Gary Cobb will be in center field, batting six. Joe Christopher in left field, batting seven. John Stevenson, the catcher, batting eight. And Galen Sisko, the pitcher, batting ninth. For the Astros, it'll be Lee May in left field as the Astros take the field. He'll be batting first. Joe Morgan at second base, batting second. Jim Wynn in center field, batting third. Jim Gentile in the cleanup position at first base. Bob Asramani at third, batting fifth. Rusty Staub in right field, batting sixth. Ron Brand, the catcher, batting seventh. Eddie Gasco at shortstop, batting eighth. And Larry Durker, the pitcher, batting ninth. Now, our national anthem. Short. There's one away. 
Craig Millens about it. Roy is hitting 240 for the season. One home run and 26 runs batted at. Pitch to the right-hand batter, and it's in there for a call strike. Over the last nine games, Roy McMillan has hit at a clip of 448.
have sung over and over at Irish parties and picnics until the singers raise a ferocious thirst. Then they change their tune. This is a traditional Irish drinking song, and often the beer they drink is Rheingold Extra Dry. In fact, in New York City, where there are more Irish than in the whole of Dublin, more people drink Rheingold than any other beer. Why do Irish Americans like Rheingold? We don't know, but we must be doing something right. Francisco is on the mound for the New York Mets. He has won three games and lost eight this season, 28 years of age. He has no record against Houston this year. Francisco's lifetime record against the Astros is one win and one loss. The Mets on the field have Ed Cranepool at first, Chuck Hiller at second, Roy McMillan at shortstop, and Charlie Smith around at third. Joe Christopher is in left field, Gary Colbert is in center, and Johnny Lewis is in right. into the batter's box now to lead off for Houston. He's hitting 233. Five home runs and 31 runs batted in. Charlie Smith on the edge of the grass at third. There's a pitch and it's outside as Lee May bluffs the butt in taking the pitch. defense shades Lee May toward left, playing him to go to the opposite field. Here's a 1-0 pitch, swung on and hit in the air, down the left field line, and going back is Charlie Smith, it's in foul territory, and McMillan makes the catch back across in fair territory by a few inches. Mack went across and then leaned back over the left field line as the ball came down in fair territory. So there's one away and Joe Mark gets the batter. Mark is the second baseman, hitting 276 with 14 home runs and 36 runs batted in. up last night, he punted his way on, so Charlie Smith comes in on the edge of the grass now at third base. Even closer than that, he comes in about three or four steps. Pitch to Morgan, swung on it on the ground to second. Chuck Hiller comes up with it on his short hop, plays on the crane pool, and there's two men out. That will bring up Jim Wentz. He's hitting 275. He has 14 home runs and 52 runs batted in. Wentz is a right-hand batter. Now leaning on the railing in front, looking out onto the playing field. And it pitches in for a call strike. Manager Wes Westrom says that Ron Hunt still is bothered by the stiffness in his neck that has had him sidelined. That perhaps he will be ready for tomorrow afternoon's game. If not, he feels certain that he will be ready to participate in the San Francisco series. It'll be upcoming next week. Here's a pitch, and it's low for a ball. One and one. Two men 
out, nobody on base. Jim Gentile is on deck. Smith left the punt. And the count is one and one. 
strike, and it's one and two.
two, getting the winning run in the bottom half of the ninth inning. Here's a swing and a miss. It's strike one.
pitch to Rusty Staub, and it's in there for a call strike. Staub is hitting 243 at six home runs and 37 runs batted in. Two men out, nobody on base, and no score here at the Astrodome in Houston, Texas. That's outside for ball. One and one to Staub. He's had a full drawn muscle that had him out of the lineup, and has made it a little difficult for him to move at full speed. Roman Harris said that when he inserted him into the lineup last night, he thought he could run better than he could. Here's a swing, and the ball is off the mound and off through the center field for a base hit. And going at a very slow and steady gait, Dobbs turns and holds with a short lead at first. He slammed that one back to the mound and took a high hop on out to center field for a base hit. The first for the Astros, off Galen Sisko. And with two men out, it brings up Ron Brass. Hitting 
Bobby Johnny Stevenson will lead off against Larry Durker as we go to the third. Like some brands that taste as if they didn't have a filter. And 
not too light like some others. You know the kind. They just don't seem to satisfy your taste. But when you light up a Viceroy, you get the filter cigarette that's not too strong, not too light. Viceroy has got the filter for the taste that's right.
a wound up at a tie between Tommy Aaron and Dave Marr at 2.09. That's at the end of 54 holes. Gardner Dickinson just a stroke back at 2.10. Billy Casper and Jack Nicklaus, two back at 2.11. It's thrown to McMillan, a foul ball back into the screen. One ball and two strikes. on Roy McMillan. Delivers. Ground ball bounced down towards short. Cut off by Astromani. The throw. In time to get back by a running stride. One away. That brings up Johnny Lewis. Johnny reached safely on a fielder's choice in the opening inning. Johnny hitting at 254.
pitch on the way, and the breaking ball is down low inside. Fly ball. Eddie Fly to center, jumping on the first pitch in the opening inning. Johnny Lewis as he again throws over to Jim Gentile. 
Love with a two-strike count. Swing and a miss, he struck him out. He got him with a high heart. Second time, Smitty has been struck out by Larry Durker. No runs, no hits, no errors, and one left. At the end of three and a half, the score, the New York Mets nothing and the Houston Astros nothing. And now you're going to hear music to eat in San Diego's by, and you want to drink a little beer with it? That's all right with us.
Woodruff located just outside of Houston. Off the outside corner, one ball and one strike. Last time the Mets were here, a number of the players were taken on a tour of the NASA headquarters and met.
on third. The Astros had a runner on third after Astromani tripled for their first time. Now the Astros will bring the infield in. Gary Kolb is on third. Johnny Stevenson the batter and one man out. No score. We're in the fifth inning. Rusty side, and he makes the catch to try to 
there, two left. So we've come halfway at the end of four and a half. The score of the New York Mets, nothing, and the Houston Astros, nothing. And now a word from Viceroy Cigarettes. Two and two. But a 
tried to give a pitcher that young with very little minor league experience, and that's worked. The Mets have one of the youngest pitching staffs ever put together. They have an 18-year-old of their own right in young Jim Becky. Swing and a miss, he struck him out. Cisco fans, Larry Durker. Only ball game, the Mets have been able to win from Houston this year. Becky was the winner. Yeah, what? 
Wilson will be the defending world champion, St. Louis Cardinals. Dick Gross and Ken Boyer, Phil White, Kurt Flood, Bob Gibson, and baseball Huckleberry Finn, the Cardinal manager, Red Sheehan The Cardinals series will open with a Friday night game, August 20th. Friends of Italy night at Shea Stadium and many Italian-American groups are planning to be on hand to pay tribute to Yogi Berra, certainly one of the most illustrious in the field of sports history. Then on Saturday afternoon, a Ladies' Day ball game, and that's family day. Today, the young sons and the players of the Mets will be all decked out in their Mets uniforms to tackle their daddies. And a big Sunday doubleheader on August the 22nd. So make your plans now for the Redbirds and the Mets next weekend at Shea Stadium. Here we're going now to the sixth inning, and there's no score. A good ball game, and to follow the action, here's Ralph Gaynor. Thank you, Bob, and hi to everyone. The only man to reach first base in the base hit now, stepping up, Roy McMillan. On the mound, Larry Dutcher in his first pitch as he goes into the top of the sixth is outside at ball one. Larry has given up only one hit. Oh, Roy, the only Mets to reach first base in the ballgame. That was a top roller down toward third base. Roy beat it out, and on the play, Bob Aspermani made a good try. Sit back to the plate, fastball bounced slowly toward second base. Joe Morgan crouching, he gets a good hop, throws over to Jen Peel for the out. So one away here in the top of the sixth inning, and the batter is scheduled up as Johnny Lewis. The bullpen now for the Astros, Ron Taylor. Along with him, Danny Coon. Houston has a policy with Larry Durker that he can throw only so many pitches. As soon as he reaches that point, he comes out of the ball game no matter what the score. So evidently with the action in the bullpen, Larry is getting to the point of no return. A pitch back to the plate to Johnny Lewis, a fastball in the outside corner, strike one. It is their feeling that at his age of 18 years of age, they did not put any more strain in his arm than they feel is justifiable. He's a big, strong boy, though, but he does throw hard and takes a lot out of him. There's one strike delivery, a curveball too low, and the count is one ball and one strike. Terry Lewis, the batter, walked his last time up on a 3-1 pitch. His first time up, he hit into a fourth play. John looking for his first hit in this series. He is 0-1 for 1. coming into this ball game, and, of course... The pitch back to the plate now. Finds a strike as Lewis swings and misses. The Houston Oilers are playing at Buffalo, or playing at Buffalo Bills, and they lead in the ballgame by a score of 19 to nothing after the third quarter. One ball, two strikes. And the pitch back to Johnny Lewis is in there for a call. Strike three. Johnny jumping away, thinking the pitch was inside, but Al Barnick up with the right hand for the strikeout. That is the sixth strikeout, and right now we'll pause for station identification. This is the New York Mets Baseball Network. This is WGY's Connectivity, where you can hear all the games of the New York Mets. Ralph Gunner, along with Bob Murphy and Lindsey Dawson from the Astrodome here in Houston. No score in the ball game, and the batter up there now is Eddie Greenball, and he hits a line shot down to second base, taken on one hop by Joe Morgan. His throw to first base in time for the out, and that retires his side. Ball was well hit, but Morgan, moving to his left, a one-handed, had an easy play. Ball coming up nicely on the one hop. One, two, three for Larry Durker, and the score at the end of five and a half. The Mets nothing, the Astros nothing. 
Gypsy Moon isn't something you roll or sail. You sing it like this. Wynn has stolen 28 bases in 31 tries. 
Now it's 2-2. Two -two. It's too low for ball three. So Cisco, who thought he had a strike, now finds himself all the way out at three and two. On deck batter, Jim Gentile. Shaded toward left field, playing win as a full hitter. Infield can't get too deep. And the next pitch is outside. It's ball four, and that puts Jim Wynn at first base, and he is a good base runner. Second walk given up by Galen Cisco. Automatically here in the dome, whenever a runner gets on base, a charge is played, and then the chance go, go, go behind, so it starts up again. Chuck Gillen to get him out. His first time up on a top ball hit down towards second base. His second time up, he flied out to left field. Gentile batting 250 with three home runs and 20 runs batted in. And now Jim Wynn with his lead at first and the first pitch is change up, taking low for ball one. One away, bottom half of the sixth, no score. Cisco checking the scoreboard now, and also his outfielders. They're playing toward right field, playing Gentile as a full hitter. Now, Darrell Sutherland goes out to warm-up to take over from right-hander Bob Moorhead, and along with him, Gordy Richardson warming up. Now the runner is back between second and throw there for the fourth play on the first base in time for the double play. On the play, ball was hit right back to the mound. Galen Cisco, as he took the ball, fired quickly to Roy McMillan, who was covering. He had already moved over as Wynn was breaking toward second base. He had an easy time to throw on the first base for the double play, number 112 for the Mets this year to retire the side. No runs. No runs. No hits, no errors, a walk, and no one left on base. And the score at the end of six. The Mets nothing, the Astros nothing. You've been wondering what British Americans sing after the smorgasbord? Listen to this. against Charlie Smith, who he has struck out twice. 
Starting now with 91 strikeouts this year. He swings at a fastball and fouls it back. It's strike one. Final score, the Houston Oilers defeated Buffalo 29-7. At the end of the first half, Green Bay 20, the Giants nothing. strike count on Charlie Smith. Started with 14 home runs, leads the club with runs batted in at a total of 49. He'll be followed by Gary Cole, and then in the first inning with Roy McMillan topping the ball down to a third base and beating the ball out. Roy, the second hitter in the ball game. Zerker has struck out six and walked three to go along. Now he starts off against Charlie Smith, who he has struck out twice. Only now with 91 strikeouts this year. He swings at a fastball and fouls it back. It's strike one. Final score, the Houston Oilers defeated Buffalo 29-7. to At the end of the first half, Green Bay 20, the Giants nothing. One strike count on Charlie Smith. Started with 14 home runs, leads the club with runs batted in. At a total of 49. He'll be followed by Gary Cobb and then Joe Christopher. Now the right-hander back at one strike. And a bunt towards third base. It's a good one. It might stay fair. They're running the roll. It's going to stay fair. Base in. So the two hits the Mets have in the ball game have been down towards third base. And that a perfect bunt. It rolled right along the edge of the grass about a foot away from the foul line. And the grass is fairly heavy in that area. This has all been resotted. The infield and outfield. And finally, the heaviness of the grass slowed the ball down and kept the ball right on the edge. So a base hit for Charlie Smith. Action in the bullpen again for the Astros, and the batter coming up with Gary Cole. Dave Justy warming up in the bullpen. Along with left-hander Danny Coombs. Gary Cole, the left-hand batter, he squares around the bunt, pops it in the air. Coming down is Gentile to make the catch in fair territory. And holding at first base with no play going there, Charlie Smith. So cold. Bunts out in the air for the first out in the top of the seventh. The score tied at nothing-nothing, and the batter coming up is Joe Christopher. Joe is 0 for 2. He flat out the deep center his last time up. His first time up, he was out in the air to left. Right here in this ballpark, you really can't say skied out the center field. You might say domed out the center field. Now Christopher gets his first pitch. It's low for ball one. Larry Durker missing with a curveball. One ball, no strike. In the fourth inning with runners at first and third, Joe Christopher gave the crowd here, and it's a big one. Some 40-some thousand people. A real thrill as he misjudged the fly ball in left field and then came up with a miraculous catch, catching the ball right off the ground. Joe had moved on back thinking the ball was going over his head, and then he had to come in quickly as it didn't go anywhere, and he had to come up with a ball right on top of the ground, and he made the play. Now he swings and pops the next pitch up. Bob Astromani coming down from third. He is entered, and he makes the catch. Christopher watching the ball for quite some time before going off toward first base in a slow trot. Well, the runner holds it first. Charlie Smith is there, and it brings up 
The catcher, Johnny Stevenson. Two men out. We're in the top of the seventh with a scoreless ball game going. Stevenson is 0 for 2. Average at 224. Left hand batter. And the first pitch by Dricker is a fastball foul for strike one. Ball going back on the screen and back of home plate to strike one count. Green Bay added 10 more in the third quarter. They now lead over the Giants by a score of 30 to nothing. Throw the first base. Johnny Smith not looking, but standing on the bag, saw the movement over there and had to flinch. He was not off the bag when the throw went there. One strike delivery, a change up outside, and the count of one ball and one strike. Now, Larry Durker wants a new ball, so it's tossed in, and Al Barley comes up with a brand new one. During the ball game here, they had a quiz on their talking scoreboard as to the amount of baseballs used by the Astros in one baseball season, including spring training. And if you guessed 11,000, you won the goal. Now the runner going, the 1-1 pitch taken, the throw down to second base is not in time, the ball bouncing away from Castro, but picked up over in the second base side by Eddie, and it's a stolen base for Charlie Smith, the second stolen base for Charlie this year, and also the second in this game. That's giving on Larry Durker and the catcher, Ron Brand. was up high, and Ron Brandt had a good chance to throw it, but the throw was down towards second base and short, bounced in front of Casco, who was covering, and then was picked up over on the second base side as the ball got away. So the Mets have a runner in scoring position with two men out. Scoreless ball game. We're in the top of the seventh. The next pitch is checked on in time. It's down too low for a ball. Both of the stolen bases the Mets have in this ball game coming with Johnny Stevenson at bat. And now they're going to put him on. The count of three and one, the sign going out to put him on at first base. The batter scheduled, scheduled up is Galen Cisco. The pitch up to the plate is outside. That is ball four, and Johnny Stevenson goes on to first base. Coming up to the bat rack now is Ron Swoboda. Mets have two pitches warming up in the bullpen. Bob Morehead along with right-hander Darrell Sutherland. Ron Swoboda coming out of the dugout. He's going to be a pinch hitter for Galen Sisko. Eight attendance here tonight, 41,732, the largest crowd to ever see the Mets play the Astros. Total attendance, 45,626. Mets in the last two days have drawn more people here in the Astrodome than they did all season long in the other ballpark here in Houston. Larry Durker set the goal. Mets with runners at first and second as 
Ron Svoboda steps in for Galen Sesko. The first pitcher curve hit down to short. Taken by Castro. The throw to second base for the fourth play retires the side. So Ron gets only one pitch. He hit the ball fairly well, but right at Eddie Castro. It's short, and the Mets leave two. No runs on one hit. That was one walk. And the score at the end of six and a half innings. The Mets nothing, the Astros nothing. Now it's time for another unusual fact from the Viceroy Hall of Records. What would you think of a team that had eight hitters all batting over 313? Sure shot for the pennant, huh? Well, the 1930 Phils had those sluggers, but they didn't do as well as you might expect. In fact, they wound up in last place. 40 games off the pace. That's right. Because pitching counts too, and they just didn't have it. And in the filter cigarette league, taste is what counts. Viceroy's got it. Got the taste that's right. You see, Viceroy is specifically designed to taste the way you'd like a filter cigarette to taste. Not too strong, like some brands that taste as if they didn't have a filter, and not too light, like others that never seem to satisfy your taste. But Viceroy is not too strong, not too light. Viceroy's got the filter for the taste that's right. For the New York Mets, Ron Trabota has gone to left field. He was a pinch hitter for the pitcher, so he'll be batting in the ninth position in the batting order. Going out of the ball game, Joe Christopher. And going in the ball game to play in center field. Jim Hickman, also going out, Gary Culp. So the Mets outfield will be Ron Travolta in left field, Jim Hickman in center field, and Johnny Lewis in right. Mets have Eddie Greenpool at first base, Chuck Hiller at second, Roy McMillan at shortstop, and Charlie Smith at third. The pitcher in the ball game in place of Galen Sisko will be Darrell Sutherland. Darrell making his second appearance for the Mets this year. He pitched three innings against Chicago on the eighth, gave a four hits, allowed two runs. Walked two and struck out one. He has no record. He is not involved in a decision in his one appearance. Galen Sisko going out of the game gets credit for six innings of work. He gave up no runs, allowed only three hits, while striking out three and walking two. So Sisko, who was looking for his fourth win, not a chance now for a win, and of course no chance to lose. His record remaining at three and eight with his six innings of work. A scoreless duel right here. The Mets have had two hits off Larry Durker, the starting pitcher for the Astros. And the Astros have had three. And the first man up for Houston will be the third baseman, Bob Aspermani, who had a triple his last time up. Bob, one for two. The report on Cisco is right shoulder Report from the press box stating that Galen Cisco's right shoulder had stiffened up. And that is the reason why the Mets went for the pinch hitter. For Galen Cisco in the bottom half of the uh, top of the seventh. Fastball hit off the hands of shallow left field. Charging his run for Buller, he calls for it and makes the catch. One away in the bottom half of the seventh with no score, and the batter coming up, Rusty Stop. Rusty has singled a hard slashing single through the middle off Galen Cisco. He also walked, so he has had a perfect night, one for one. Rusty's average. At 246 this year with six home runs and 37 runs better than. He's a left-hand batter. 
And Sutherland with a sinking fastball outside is ball one. Right-hander back again, and again a fastball. This one fouls to the left side, and the count evens out. It's one ball and one strike. Dave Jesse again throwing in the bullpen for the Astros. Both sides had a lot of action going in the bullpen in spite of a nothing-nothing score. Now a sinking fastball low and away, and it's ball two. Two balls, one strike. Two balls, one strike. One away, we're in the bottom half of the seventh. A scoreless ball game, and now... The pitch back is high. A fastball, it's ball three. Three balls and one strike. Johnny Stevenson out in front of the plate before returning the ball back to the mound. The three-one delivery. Just outside, ball four. So Darrell Sutherland lost his first man, the second that he pitched to. That is the third walk for the Astros tonight. And with one away, the batter will be Ron Brown. Brown with a single and two times up. He was out when Joe Christopher pulled off his spectacular play in the outfield with runners at first and third and two men on after misjudging the ball. Joe had not caught that ball, it would not be a nothing-nothing game. Now the pitch back hit right through the middle. It's going to be hauled in by Roy McMillan. He goes to second for the fourth play on the first base. A double play. That ball one time looked like it might get through. Roy picking the ball up just a shade. Toward the third base side of second base and back a second. He shoveled off to Chuck Keller covering at second base and Chuck Stowe on the first base in time for a double play. A second for the... For the Mets tonight, they're 113th this year at a retired decide. No runs, no hits, no errors, and no one left on base. And the score at the end of seven, the Mets nothing, the Astros nothing. Well, a scoreless game right here at the Astrodome, but a lot of scores to report in baseball. In the National League, Milwaukee defeated Chicago 8-2. It was their 24th victory. And their last 33 starts, they are now 24-9. Winning pitcher was Cloninger, his record now 17-8. Oliver had two home runs, Jones had one. Losing pitcher, Bill Fall. Cincinnati over St. Louis, 4-2, as Nuxall got the win. Sadecki, the losing pitcher, Ted Savage, open in the second with a man on. Philadelphia over San Francisco, 4-2, as they beat Juan Marichal. Winning pitcher, Jim Bunning, he's really going now. His 15th win, he's lost seven. A two-run home run for Richie Allen in the eighth with one man on. Pittsburgh nothing, the Dodgers nothing after one and a half. Cardwell dueling Sandy Koufax. Koufax looking for number 21. He has lost four. The American League, Whitey Ford started but did not credit, get credit for the win as the Yankees defeated Kansas City 3-2. to two. Ramos the winning pitcher. Wyatt the loser. Recalls a home run in the second with no one off. Cleveland defeated Minnesota 3-1. to one. Sam McDowell pitching his 13th win. He has lost eight. Jim Cott the losing pitcher. 
Costco Brown and hidden home runs. Costco's coming on his second time up in the major leagues after his recall from Denver. Chicago over Boston 5-3. The Angels over Detroit 5-2. And at the end of eight and a half innings, Washington 5, Baltimore 5. And right now, that's the way the board looks. And let's take a look at the action here at the Astrodome with Lindsey Nelson. All right, Ralph, is Chuck Hiller coming up for the Mets here in the top half of the eighth inning. Larry Durker deals the first pitch, and it's in there for a called strike. The detailed report from the Met locker room now is that Galen Sisko pulled a muscle in his right shoulder on a pitch to Jim Wynn in the sixth inning. And the double play ball that was hit by Jim Deal was intended to be a fastball. It looked like a change of pace as it came up. Here's a swing and a drive up the alley and left center in there for a base hit. Over to cut it off is Lee May, and he places back... Holding at first, there's Chuck Hiller with a single to left center, and the Mets have a leadoff hit here in the top half of the eighth. Cisco said that he was trying to throw Gentile there in the sixth inning, a fastball. It came up there like a change of pace because he just couldn't get any more on it. And it was hit uh, on the ground for a double play. And that is why Cisco came out of the ballgame for the pinch hitter. Now, Roy McMillan is up with a runner at first and nobody out. Action again now in the Houston bullpen. And the ball is funny. Coming out to get it is Ron Brad. He plays over to Morgan, covering it first in time. The sacrifice moves the runner Chuck Hiller to second. Play goes 2-4 on the sacrifice by McMillan. Hiller is at second with one man out, and Johnny Lewis is coming up. Danny Coombs and Dave Justy throwing in the bullpen for the Houston Astros. Johnny Lewis has hit into a forced play walk and was called out on strike so far. Larry Durker working off the stretch now with Hiller leading at second. The pitch to Lewis is in there for a called strike. He started to go and he laid off. Al Barlick is the umpire behind the plate. There's double barrel action down in the Met bullpen now as well. Jim Betke and Tug McGraw are throwing for the Mets. Pitch to Johnny Lewis. Way inside. Brand moves into Glovitz. One ball and one strike. The Mets have had only two hits. I check it. Only three hits off Larry Durker. Two of the infield variety and the one by Chuck Hiller leading off this inning. The first to go out of the infield safely. And now a ball has been called on Durker. Called by the second base umpire Stan Landis and it moves. Chuck Hiller, a big base on over to third. A ball call on Larry Durker. He slams the rosin bag down. Second base umpire, Sam Landis, called the ball. He is being questioned by team captain Eddie Casco, the shortstop. But the Mets move Hiller over to third now. And the big thing is the Houston Astros now bring the infield in with one man out. And a count of one and one to Johnny Lewis. The Astros play the infield in to try to cut off the run at the plate. Here's Durkett's pitch. Swung on and foul back to the left side out of play. One and two now to Johnny Lewis with one man out and a runner at third. No score in the top half of the eighth inning. Double barrel action in both bullpens here at the Astrodome in Houston, Texas. Durker again works straight away with a one-two pitch to Lewis. Goes high for a ball, and it's two and two. Chuck Hiller hustles back to the bag at third. 
as Ron Brand bluffs to throw it on there. Circus moves out to dirt there behind the rubber. Now takes off his glove. Pops a little perspiration. Throws the rubber, looks at. And here is the 2-2 delivery to Johnny Lewis. Swung on and missed. He struck him out. Out for the Mets with a runner at third, and Ed Cranepool is the batter. Cranepool has flied to center, fouled off to third, and grounded out second to first. Dicker works now to the left-hand batter, Ed Cranepool, and there's a swing and a miss for strike one. Cranepool taking a cut at the high, hard one there. down the line, bluffs to start from third, here's the pitch, and it's swung on and popped up foul to the left side, in the seats and out of play. Given a run by Ron Brand, but it's well back into the lower field boxes. We're going to pause for station identification. This is the New York Mets Baseball Network. This is WGY and WGFM Schenectady, where you can hear all the games of the New York Mets. This is Lindsey Nelson with Ralph Kiner and Bob Murphy at the Astrodome in Houston, Texas, where the Mets and the Astros are battling nothing-nothing in the top half of the eighth inning. Here's a two-strike delivery to Ed Cranepool, and it is in there for a call, strike three. Stretching out to retire the side. Larry Zerker with his eighth strikeout strides off the mound as he struck out Lewis and Cranepool to get out of trouble. No run. One hit, no errors, one balk, one left, and the score at the end of seven-and-a-half innings is the Mets nothing and the Astros nothing. Now you're going to hear a terribly sad song about a man who's unlucky in love, but lucky in fear. Six this year. Darryl 
Sutherland looks into Johnny Stevenson to get a sign. And the pitch is a breaking ball, low and away. Dirk has been up twice, and he struck out swinging both times. Count of ball one. Dirker is a right-hand batter. Sutherland sticks, swung on, and it's a ball aboard shot. Sutherland waits for it to come down. Whips it across in time to Crane Poole, and Durker has grounded out. Richard at first. That one took a high hop right off the plate, and Sutherland had to wait for it to come down. Two away. And Lee May is the batter. He has popped to short, lined to second, and grounded out second to first. Looking for the sign. Has it now, and here's the pitch. Swung on and missed for strike one. Betsky and McGraw continue to throw in the Met bullpen. Here in the bottom half of the eighth inning at the Astrodome in Houston. Now the strike one pitch. Low for a ball. One and one. Looks for the side. Works the 1-1 pitch. Swung on and missed. It's strike two. Now Lee May steps back, reaches down for a handful of dirt and walks back up. Defensively, the Mets play him now. Just about straight away with Hickman in center. And Swoboda and left. And Johnny Lewis in right. Here's the 1-2 pitch. And miss and Darrell Sutherland strikes out Lee May. His first strikeout, Sutherland shuts the side down in order here in the bottom half of the eighth inning. No runs, no hits, no errors, none left. Scores the end of eight full innings. Is the Mets nothing and the Astros nothing? And here's Ralph Kiner. Well, the Mets have some convenient ticket locations for you to charge out here and pick up your tickets for the up and coming homestand of the Mets. The Mets playing the St. Louis Cardinals, the Dodgers, and the Giants in Houston in their next homestand. It should be something special. Tickets available seven days a week at Jay Stadium at Entrance D. Open weekdays from 8 to 6 and weekends from 9 to 5. You can pick up your ticket there tomorrow if you care. Pennsylvania Station and Grand Central Terminal have offices. Pennsylvania Station and the Long Island Railroad waiting room open weekdays from 8 to 6 and Saturdays from 8.30 to 4. Grand Central Terminal at the foot of the 42nd Street and Vanderbilt Avenue ramp open weekdays from 8 to 6 and also Saturdays from 8.30 to 4. Tickets available at Macy's in Huntington during the store hours and reservations can be made for box and reserve seats at all the Howard Clothing stores in the metropolitan area. Instant reservation service now available at all Child's restaurants and Calico kitchens in the New York area. So come on out and join in the fun at Shea Stadium as we move into the final series between the Mets and the St. Louis Cardinals, the Dodgers, the Giants, and the Houston Astros. And still have plenty of ball games after that, but these are big ones coming ahead. The first the Mets return home. Right now, though, it's business at hand, and here is Lindsey Nelson. All right, Ralph, the Mets are coming up here in the top half of the Darryl Sullivan, the pitcher, scheduled up third in this inning, so now Gordon Richardson is start, starting to throw in the bullpen. 
and Charlie Smith steps into the batter's box. Scheduled up for the Mets, Charlie Smith, Jim Hickman, and Darrell Sutherland. Larry Durker, who started, been in all the way for Houston. The pitch to the right hand batter, swung on and popped up, foul back of third. Astromani in front of the Mets dugout. It's playable, and he makes the catch for the out. Astromani about three or four feet in front of the railing. That is there in front of the Mets dugout. So there's one away, and Jim Hickman coming up. Jeffrey's first time in this ballgame. Hitting 217 for the season. Jim has had eight home runs. He's had 21 runs batted in. Top of the ninth, and there is no score in this game. The hits are all even at three each. Jerker's pitch to the right-hand batter, and it's low in the dirt. Dug out by catcher Ron Brad.
or does it shake at 50, for example, but not at 60? Either way, it's a good bet your wheels are out of balance. Double check by looking at your front tires. If they're wearing unevenly in spots, you can be almost sure your wheels need balancing. See your shell dealer. Balancing wheels doesn't take long, isn't expensive. Incidentally, if you should need new tires, your shell dealer can show you just the right size at just the right price. At Shell, service is our business. We're going to the bottom of Sutherland was a base runner at the end of the inning. He had just begun to warm up. So, Ralph, what about a few scores? Well, there's some finals in here, Lindsay. Milwaukee defeated Chicago 8-2. Cincinnati defeated St. Louis 4-2. And by the same identical score, Philadelphia beat San Francisco 4-2. At the end of two and a half, Pittsburgh nothing, the Dodgers nothing. Cardwell against Sandy Koufax. In the American League, the Yankees won 3-2. The winning pitcher was Ramos. The losing pitcher, Wyatt, reposed at home in the second with no one on. Raven over Minnesota, 3-1. Chicago over Boston, 5-3. The Angels defeated Detroit by a score of 5-2. And Washington and Baltimore in extra innings. Going to the bottom half of the 10th, it's a 5-5 ball game. Presumed to have the stronger arm, and with 
beat on the bases in the person of Joe Morgan. Manager Westrom is going to Canizero behind the plate for the stronger arm. So we'll be held up here a moment until Canizero can don the regalia. Canizero now is buckling on the shin guards in the dugout. Sutherland is staying warm by firing the ball in. Johnny Stevenson, who has taken off his regalia. Here are a few football scores as uh, Canizero comes out of the dugout. Final score in the American Football League, the Houston Oilers 29 and the Buffalo Bills 7. At the end of three quarters, the Minnesota Vikings 24 and the Pittsburgh Steelers nothing in the National Football League. And also in the NFL at the end of the half, the Baltimore Colts 16 and the St. Louis Cardinals nothing. PGA near Pittsburgh, Tommy Aaron and Dave Ward tied for first place with 18 holes to play. They both have 209, 400 par. In third place, Gardner Dickinson at 210, Billy Casper and Jack Nicholas at 211. All right, Jim Wynn is in and waiting now. Canizaro is the catcher, Darrell Sutherland the pitcher. There's nobody out, and Joe Morgan's the runner at first. Nothing, nothing game in the bottom half of the ninth inning. And here's the pitch. He's put it up into the air, and Painful goes up. The catch in foul territory. Canizero died for it. He was in the dust, and Greenpool averted Canizero and picked the ball about a foot off the ground for the out. So, in the sacrifice attempt, the foot out goes to Greenpool in foul territory. That brings up Jim Gentile with one away. Morgan at first. Throw over. Back 
and out of play. One and one. This is Larry Decker. First year in the majors, of course. He's 18 years of age, and this is the second time that he has gone the full nine innings. But he has gone nine tonight to no decision because with the game nothing-nothing, Jesse is the pitcher of record at this moment. Jesse has now retired 27 consecutive batters in three relief appearances. Here's a 1-1 pitch. And it's outside. Two and one. And lost 13. This is their 20th extra inning game. Now left-hand batter. He's one for four. And the pitch is low for a ball. Aspermani moved in on the edge of the grass. On that pitch. Larry Durker pitched nine innings for the Astros. He allowed no runs. Four hits. He struck out eight and he walked four. Here is a swing and a foul ball. Back into the seats and out of play. One and one. This is Larry Durker in the majors, of course. He's 18 years of age, and this is the second time that he has gone the full nine innings. But he has gone nine tonight to no decision because with the game nothing-nothing, Jesse is the pitcher of record at this moment. Jesse has now retired 27 consecutive batters in three relief appearances. Five. 
Here's running. There's a swing and a foul. So Hillary goes back to first. The Mets playing hit and run. because he 
was moving away from the bag and could not have put much on the ball. But it certainly put it in the position of no play at all when he threw the, the shortstop Casco because he caught the ball facing toward right field and was in no position to throw either. So it was a very difficult play. It was a base hit for Roy McMillan. Now the Mets have runners at first and third with one away. Mets have had other opportunities in this ball game. They had a man at third base with one man out in the fifth inning, but Johnny Stevenson struck out, and then Chuck Killer was out on a fly ball to right field, so the runner was left to third. In the seventh inning, they had a runner at second base and a runner at first with two men away, and Ron Sabota grounded out, and the eighth, they also had another chance with a runner at third. Getting a little strategy because Ron Hutt's going to come out here to bat for Johnny Lewis. Ron Hutt comes out swinging bats as Johnny Lewis has been called back to the dugout. The Astros have gone to the left-hander, Danny Coombs, and so the Mets go to right-hand batter, Ron Hutt. Danny Coombs is making his 19th appearance of this season for the Astros. He has one run and he has lost one. Before the ball game, manager Wes Westrom was saying that he might be able to get into action in tomorrow's ball game, and if not, certainly for the San Francisco series. But right now, it's going to be Hunt batting for Johnny Lewis. Bobby Cross goes down to the bullpen to loosen up his arm now. As Hunt steps into the batter's box. Runners at first and third, and the Astros now move the infield in. Actually, they've got Casco and Morgan playing halfway. Hunt steps out of the batter's box. Gentile holding against the runner at first base. Astromani is on the edge of the grass at third base. Hiller is the med runner at third. McMillan is the med runner at first. Danny Coombs off the stretch now with a pitch to Hunt, and he bunts the ball on the first base line. The squeeze play is rolling foul. A foul ball, and already Hiller had slid across the plate. Jim Teal came and started to play it and then backed off and let the ball roll, and it rolled foul up the first base line. McMillan back to first now, as on the first pitch, the squeeze play was on. The Mets trying to get a run across here in the top of the tent. Strike one to Hunt, who comes back to pick up the bat. Runners lead at first and third. 
This is a 1-1 pitch, and it's a pitch on. And Hiller hustles back to the bag at third as Hutt had run his hand down the bat into bunting position. But it would have been a safety squeeze as Hiller was waiting up. And on the pitch out, Hiller hastened back to the bag at third. A count of two balls and one strike now to Ron Hunt. Steps out of the batter's box again. Mets trying to push a run across here in the tenth inning of a scoreless ball game at the Astrodome in Houston. Here's Coombs with a 2-1 pitch. In bunting position, is Hunt busted foul up the first baseline. It's out of play, so the count is two and two. The Mets again trying the safety squeeze. One man out, two men on. Hunt settles himself back into the batter's box. Coombs up and set. Here's a 2-2 pitch. He squares and butts the ball this time. And here's the play at the plate, and he's safe. And here comes manager Lumen Harris. 
He has right-hander Ron Taylor warm in the bullpen. Taylor's been throwing down there throughout the inning. And now he's going to go to that bullpen and get the right-hander to pitch the right-hand batter, Charlie Smith. So the strategy wheels continue to turn here at the Astrodome in Houston, Texas. The Mets having pushed across one run here in the top half of the 10th inning on a squeeze play. Ron Taylor and now making his 44th appearance of this season with the Cardinals and the Astros. He has won two games and he's lost five. And now the official scorer has changed his mind about the scoring on Hunt's bunch and has ruled it no sacrifice and no run batted in, just an error on the pitcher. Charlie Smith is up now. Runners at second and third. Here's the pitch. Swung out in the strike one. The official score now has changed the scoring on Hunt's bunt, saying that it is his opinion that if the throw had been perfectly played, it would have nailed Chuck Hiller, who scored. Now the pitch. And it's swung out in this. He threw 
one foul ball back up into the stands, and he just fielded a ground ball. One and one is the count now to Astromani. Pitch, check swing, foul ball back off the screen and out of play. It's one and two. Gordon Richardson's the left-hander working in the Met bullpen, and Bob Moorhead is the right-hander working down there. up in this inning for the Astros. Bob Aspermonti, Rusty Staub, and Ron Brand. Sutherland's 1-2 pitch. He swung on and pops a foul in front of the dugout of the Astros. Over is Canizero. He makes the catch, and there's one away. Canizero takes that foul pop about three feet in front of the railing. There at the Houston dugout along the first baseline. Now will be Rusty Staub up. has been on base three consecutive times tonight. He's singled, he walked, and he walked. He's a left-hand batter. Mets have Ed Crane who playing first. Bobby Krause is the second baseman. Roy McMillan at short and Charlie Smith at third. Ron Slobota's in left field. Jim Hickman's in center field. Chuck Hiller's in right field. And it's arrow catching, Sutherland pitching. Pitch to the left-hand batter. It's in there for a call. Strike one. Nothing and here's Ralph. 